and I'm still muted. So <laughs> those of you who are listening on Spotify, that's going to be really awkward, but um, I'm really excited to do this. What I was saying was it feels like a Sunday today because I'm not used to the Zoom being on a Monday. Um, but as usual, I'm really excited to be able to do today's message, especially because I think with the retrograde, whether you believe in that or not, with that like mega retrograde finally ending the second, I think it was, um, I think a lot of people that we've chatted with, a lot of clients that we've chatted with have been a little like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? So yeah, it might be good. So thank you. So you said digging the hair faded, the strawberry blonde. I mean, if you get up in the roots here, it looks a little like Pete Davidson, but if we leave the screen turned down, I also dig it. Um, but yeah, I never realized how fast my hair grew because it's just like kind of fine until that. But I do love this color. I think I'm, I'm, I'm like, I am meant to have light hair, I feel like. Anyway, so let's get into the message today. Um, we're gonna go over some sabotaging shit right? Because I can't stand, uh, I can't stand the phrase. I'm back where I was. I've gone back to, you know, I, I can't believe I'm back where I was, or I knew I'd get back to that, or I knew it would happen again. Just like this attachment to before that we choose to just stay attached to. This is a hundred percent a choice. It was for me too. This is coming from a place of been there, didn't need to carry that weight, right? So I hope that today's message helps because it's been intense. So first off, how many relate to the topic of today's session? How many of you already been hearing me and you're like, oh man. <laughs> uh, send an emoji in the chat. If you're watching and you're like, whoop. Yep, see that chat filling up. Also tis the season. Um, it's, you know, it was like fun and warm and lighter out longer. And now it's the time where everything just keeps getting cozier. And it's the time where I feel like there's more of a sense of like self-analysis, if that makes sense, as soon as the seasons change and it's not that light, you know, lighthearted spirit of summer. It's another reason I love the summer, but, um, who can see that maybe not before I said that, but now that I've said that, does that, do you, do you notice that as well? There's a lot more self-reflection, judging where you're at, judging where you thought you'd be like what, for some reason, switching from summer into fall. I said, sounds about right to Juliana when she sent the topic title. Yep. But to be honest, it's been 10 years since I was even a thing. So now it's just about wanting to be comfy with myself. Yeah. Hell yeah past two weeks, someone's noticed that it's a big thing. So I have my notes written here. I, I think they make sense. I was really passionate about this. So I kind of just like ramble typed. So we're going to work through this together. Um, we know this will take a while because when every time when someone comes into this, you guys know the process to become a client, right? We do the call, we do, you watch a video, we do another call, it's a lot longer. Maybe we drag, we drag your partner into it too. And the reason that we do all of that is to weed out the people who are looking for a quick fix. The people like, we've all done those quick fixes, right? We've all tried that, thought about it, it didn't work, whatever it may be. But I 
this program, you guys have been in this now, you see, it's not like what you'd expect, right? It's not a program that those kinds of people are going to thrive in because it's slow. We go one baby step at a time. We teach you about the body system that it affects. You know, there, there's a science to that. And the people who come into my program all love that. They want that. They want to know that. But the other side of that is that logically we can know that this is going to take time. We could know that we have a lot to learn, that nothing's set in stone. You know, you know, you have support, but in those certain moments, when that panic creeps in that you should be better than you are, you should be somewhere better than you are right now. Then it's like, oh my God, it's not happening. And it could be a day between you feeling on top of the world, feeling like this is going great. I got everything unlocked to being like, oh my God, everything's falling apart. It's just too much. That's the feeling, not the fact, but facts aren't what, you know, stirs us. <laughs> it's the feelings attached. So we know this will take a while, but in those, I call them the slow moments, those moments that it's like magnified how slow it's actually going to be. It's magnified how much we still have to learn, even though we've learned a lot already. All of that, that I call them the slow moments. And they feel really powerful, right? So let me see. It's like the, I'm reading from the chat. Uh, I have to get used to narrating like what it is that I'm actually doing with <laughs> Spotify recordings. So it's like the insane inflammation I lost in my face after stopping drinking for a bit. Once I drank a few times, it came back, but I got to remember I'm just adjusting and figuring it out. And, but also, you know, if I eat a lot of, like if I have a dessert at an event, you know, I'm going to, I'll be fine. I'm going to be puffy the next day. That's just my body, how it reacts. If I have it again, it compounds it, it come, you know? So I think le learning to embrace the fact that that's our body, that's where the whole worth it questions came in because, and I have that in a later on in this written out in this, we're allowed to enjoy our lives. However we like, however we want, we just need to be aware of what that is to make that decision, you know? So before I ramble, that's a really good part of this, of my notes. So I'm excited to bring that up. So getting on this roller coaster of 10 steps forward, 20 steps back, that's self-inflicted because those 20 steps backwards don't need to happen. When we think that something is a step backwards, it becomes a step backwards. When we think it's connected to the worst times of our lives and how we were feeling, well, then it very well is. We're living our own reality. Like, I'm not saying be delusional, you know, like obviously we have the same reality, but it really only matters to us if we reflect on that. And just, but let me, before I, let me stop before I continue there. Do you fall victim to that? Where you think if you're going, if you make 10 steps forward, you're kind of sitting there and anticipating when those 20 steps backwards are going to come. It's like every step forward you take, it's a surprise that you step, you've taken another step forward. So as soon as those 20 step back, 20 steps backward happen, it's because it's like, well, I knew it. It could be one thing different, one day that's different, one week that you feel like shit. And all of a sudden, all of the time before it didn't matter, you're 20 steps back. Whoever experiences that. 
That's all mindset. All of it. All of it is mindset. It's like blipped from our memory, how great we were thinking we were doing and feeling, you know, and it's, it's based in the fear of that being uh, temporary or us being fooled, but that's real. It's just that we change every day. Uh, let's see. Yes, it's almost like I don't always realize the small things I'm doing are actually big steps forward. Mm -hmm. I hyper focus on the step back, but undervalue the big steps forward. Mm -hmm. Remember a couple of Zooms ago, I did, I, I was talking about something called zooming out. We zoom really in to things. We don't realize and a lot of us neurodivergent folk in here tend to do this naturally too. It's a, a way of being prepared. Paired. It's a way of being realistic, of not being silly or being foolish, careless, especially those of us who have chronic illnesses that are a lot to maintain. You know, like a lot of steps involved to maintain it. Um, all of this is steps. But I mean, like some of the illnesses beyond the PCOS or the Hashimoto's that we all, you know, see or have, like if it requires a protocol to take care of it, right? So we get, we get so overwhelmed with all of that, that it's like, if we don't do one thing right, it snowballs. It just becomes, a, oh my God, and we zoom in and we zoom in and we zoom in and we zoom in until it becomes internalized and about us not being enough. It's just, it's feeling, feeling's a bitch. <laughs> so in my, so eloquent. Um, anyway, here's the thing. There's two ways you can go. So let, let's use the example of eating something that um, you feel like, damn it, that wasn't baby step friendly. We'll just, that's, I feel like a, a less nuanced thing to go, you know, topic to use. So there's two ways you could go. You could view it as either you did something that kept you from those results. Sure. But you needed to do that in order to get the information you needed and the data you needed to change it going forward. Or you did something that kept you from the results and you say that you won't do it again and you do nothing to support the change. You just beat yourself up and be like, oh, I can't be, I can't go back there again. I got to make, I got to be, do better. I got to try harder tomorrow. There's really only two ways you could go. The way where you use the information, the way where you're pissed off. The way where you use the data and you learn about yourself. Or the way where you think you're a lost cause and you're like, oh, let me just try harder magically feeling that way about yourself. So I know I've over-dramatized those two options because we're not thinking those things specifically necessarily. But do you guys see that? That there's ultimately two ways you could go? Because this timeline is the only timeline that matters. It's the only timeline that exists is the current one. So what happened on the timeline a month ago, a week ago, a year ago, back before you had kids, whatever that is, that was then. And I don't, I know sometimes it helps to hear it again. I don't mean to sound patronizing by saying the obvious, but that was then, this is now, they're, they're not connected timelines. They're completely different. So if we tie in, well, even if it was something we ate this morning, an hour ago, whatever, that's done. Either you're going to take the time and stay in that mode. And that's going to be where that, where you exist. And then you'll say, oh, I can't do this tomorrow, but there's no real follow through to help you not do that again tomorrow. Or you can be like, well, what is an ideal about that scenario? What could I tweak? That was the birth of CCA was I 
screwed up, quote unquote, air quoting, if you're listening, I, I screwed up a bunch and learned from that what wasn't working for me. And I stopped blaming myself for the fact that it didn't work for me. And I started figuring out, well, what's making this not work for me? Because it's a missed opportunity. If you're going to feel like shit anyway, you don't even, you didn't even enjoy the way that tasted anymore. Because by the time you're done self-loathing about it and feeling like you're a lost cause, the taste like doesn't even matter. It only mattered in the moment, right? So like, are you going to let that just be a useless inconvenience to you? Or are you going to use it for everything you can and get as much value out of it as possible and try to, you know, learn a little bit about it? What was the situation that set it up? What did I like about it? What do I maybe want to recreate in a way that's baby step friendly? How did it make me feel about myself? These are all super important questions to ask and they're valuable. So why are we afraid to take the time to to get things wrong? You think if we feel like we're going to get it wrong anyway, tell me in the chat, if we feel like we're going to get it wrong anyway, then why are we so afraid to take the time to get them wrong if we can utilize information from it? Why do you think you're afraid to get things wrong and really dive into why that is? What's at stake for you personally? Uh, Shame, putting pressure on myself to be perfect. What, and dive a little deeper, if you're comfortable to, on that shame, you know, what do you feel like would be the shameful thing about getting it wrong? If you're going to get it wrong, quote unquote, anyway, between a rock and a hard place, right? Jeanette says, because it feels like a failure. Well, what is winning? Because if the goal is to learn how to, to, to use the information, from getting things wrong, to use that to learn how to get it right, and then you can get it right for years to come, then the fear of getting it wrong is like turning down an education in a field that you want to enter. You can't have one without the other. You can't learn how to not have this problem till you learn how to not have this problem, right? It's like, if you have, I'm trying to think of analogies here. If you had a kid and you sent them in for a test and you gave them no idea what the subject material was on, you didn't teach them anything about it. You were just like, here you go, kid, pass or fail. On the outside, do you think that's not a fair shot, right? That like, what the hell were they getting tested on? How could they fail that? That's not a failure. You know, like some little kid and you give them a calculus exam. Would that be their fault if they failed that? No. It'd be amazing if they didn't, right? Like, like, damn. So my ass doesn't even know calculus. So, okay, anyway, (laughs) I'm afraid that I'll never get it right and we'll make things worse, right? But that fear, isn't it funny? In the moment, we don't think about like, that's, that's what we're doing anyway, right? We're piling on stress. Stress is a killer. You know, we're, we're trying to get it right, get it right. But that stress to get it right, it's such a paradox that that's literally what makes us, ten, you know, ten, 10 times out of, what can I speak? Nine times out of 10, get it wrong is because we're, st- we're so stressed to get it right. I want to be, feel better now. I'm impatient. Yeah, 
eagerness is, is something, but one of my favorite ways to turn that around is to think you want to be so excited for a guest to arrive that you're so eager for them to get there. You're like, why are they running late? I can't wait till they get here. Yay. Versus being pissed off that they're late. Cause there's two different ways, but either way that, that friend is getting there late. You're excited for them to get there. They're getting there late. Are you excited and anticipating like this is gonna be the best weekend ever? I can't wait. Are you like, damn, this bitch is taking forever. Right. I love a good analogy. So shame around not following the rules definitely comes from childhood needing to please everyone and be safe by being a rule follower and never getting a slap on the wrist. Did you, you don't have to share this publicly, you could do it privately to me, um, Chelsea, but did you ever have a rebellion stage in any way? Nope. <laughs> a lot of my clients who have the same issues, same thing. They never had that rebellious stage. They never like strayed from the rules. They, you know, it's just very much by the book. So it makes it really hard, even just telling somebody eat more, enjoy food. That lack of parameters can be so stressful. I don't know if you guys feel that way. It can be so stressful, even though in theory, you think it's a good thing. We're loosening up the reins here, right? Like, but if you, if you never strayed from what you were told to do, that range of things you want to do or enjoyment around that area, that doesn't exist. So it's going to feel scary instead. It's like you never found out who you were inside, the, uh, how you were inside. Oh my God. It's like you never found out who you were outside of the rules. Yeah. What do you want? What's your opinion? What's your preference? That's, those are scary things to, to think of when we feel like, oh my God, everyone's staring at me because I'm wearing this like this costume that tells everyone that I don't care and I have no control and I have no discipline. So you, and like, you feel like crap on top of that. So it's like, I want it now. So every effort you put forward, if it doesn't directly connect you to a step forward in terms of results, we think it's not a step forward in terms of progress, but results always lag behind progress. That's the hardest thing. So I have, I wrote this question here. Don't you guys think I screw up too? I'm always still learning stuff. Always. Um, I'm especially like with mindset stuff, you know, like I, I work really hard at separating a lot of the stuff I work with you guys on, but I'm not always perfect at it. I'm a human being. So some days the burnout is just real. And, you know, not wanting to take that time for myself, like just having so much to do, like everything I work with you guys on, I don't come from a place of that no longer happens for me. I come from a place of here's how you manage it. So you can still get what you want to get, get ahead and have a happy, enjoyable life. Those things still come up. You know, it is, it's hard you know, eating a few too many fries with a meal sounds so innocent, right? But no, I know my blood sugars are going to be a mess. I know when that happens, I have symptoms I have to chase. And when that happens, you know, like, so it's the same thing, managing that feeling of like the high stakes pressure. It's something we learn to know it's there and still move on 
and make the choice we want to make about how we proceed. But it doesn't go away, especially if it was something instilled when you were young. It just becomes something that you manage easier, like illness itself. The good news is we're all much more equipped than we give ourselves credit for to do that. <clears throat> it just feels scary. So success isn't linear. It does not, it's not just like, okay, I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to do this. And then you're going to do this so many days in a row until everything gets better, because that's all you're going to do from now on. You guys logically know that, right? But like I said earlier, how do we put that into play when this thing is, it takes so long, when everything's so slow? So the thing, don't, the biggest thing to remind yourself of, don't have that back there place. When the thought creeps in, because it has for me as well, like I said, still happens, that when the thought creeps in, saying to yourself, back there is non-existent. Back there was literally just me 10 years ago or like me five years ago. Like that's just, and now here I am now at 32. Like just remind yourself that doesn't, that doesn't exist. What am I feeling though? And bring it back to the things you're really feeling. Are you feeling impatient? Like we just talked about. Are we feeling ashamed? Hone in on what you're feeling because it has nothing to do with you being back to where you were. That's just how it's manifesting. If you do the, the earlier you think to do this on that spiral into that funk phase that happens, we've all been there. The earlier you do this, the, the earlier you don't have that funk phase. The earlier it becomes a step, like once you stay on the damn step and it's not 20 steps back, it's just, I'm going to take a minute on this step before I move on to the next one. That is allowed. That's okay. That's not bad, you know? So if you notice that you're slipping, slipping, quote unquote, air quotes in again, if you find you're slipping, try to zoom out, remind yourself and say, okay, I'm just feeling this way because blah, blah, blah. What am I like, what am I really thinking here? What am I really feeling? It, it's scary to go, that's almost like running into the fire, right? Because it would be so much easier just to stuff it down with a, I just got to try harder. But that's what keeps this happening. It's what keeps that cycle going. When you could look at what you're afraid to think right in the face and be like, well, yeah, I'm feeling that way. That's a valid way to feel. That's, that's just a feeling though. That's not fact. It's important. I feel it. It feels real. When you can do that and check in with those feelings, you're invincible. You're not going to go up and down depending on how smooth the situations are around you or how well you ate yesterday. You're going to stay nice and even keel and food is just going to become a decision you make moment to moment or managing stress, self-acceptance, self-esteem, all of those things, whatever goal you're on, you're going towards, I should say, that is going to get easier when you are infallible in just saying like, yeah, I'm allowed to feel a range of things. And even though it feels like I'm back where I was, air quotes, I'm not actually back where I was. I am here now and I can see how I want to move forward instead of doing this. So uh, don't let, I always, I always say this, don't treat it like quitting cigarettes where you feel like, you know, if you go two weeks without a cigarette and then you have one at a party, you're like, oh my God, I'm back to day zero, gotta quit again. Like, 
I've been there, <laughs> but I'm just saying like using the, the analogy, no one's quitting cigarettes, you know, like, because you had 10 days in a row where you had a great mindset and you feel like you ate well. And then you had pizza and cried about something at work on the 11th day. Like those 10 days still exist. It wasn't like, aha, I knew it was too good to be true. You weren't like under hypnosis for those 10 days. You lived those 10 days. They were real. You weren't tricked or fooled into feeling good. It's just that shit happens. It's an up and down thing. It's not linear. So let's see what else I wrote in this nonsensical shit at the bottom. You were, you were who you were before. What did I even write? I don't even know. I guess the point that I'm trying to make, to be honest, is that whoever you were back then, you're probably connecting a lot more than who, than, than what you're thinking, because I would venture to say that even if you feel you've quote unquote, gone backwards, you're back to where you were. If you stopped and really journaled about what your day-to-day was like during the time where you're saying you went back to, and that how you felt, how you looked, how your emotions were, what your future goals were, just your outlook, all of that. If you were to really document who you were then versus who you are now. No, you might not be where you end up wanting to be permanently. You know, the end goal. None of us are. We're always growing. But I would venture to say you're significantly farther than you were to and during the time that you're trying to be mean to yourself and compare to. It's almost like poking the wound. We pick, we pick the time period where we're at our lowest, grungiest, worst off state to really just trash ourselves with. You guys, I know this is random. You have to watch Nick Kroll's new comedy, like his new stand-up. I was dying, okay? I am not gonna say anything else. I don't know why that reminded me. Something in there, there must've been a joke that relates to that. Watch it, that's all, just watch it. So anyway, you hold the power to not be that way. It takes time. It takes the decision to learn to want to be different, which all of you are. It's why you're on the Zoom. But include us, include the coaches. If you're feeling low about something, you can even say like, look, I the other day I was feeling great. And now I'm sitting here thinking I suck and everything's falling apart because that happens. It can fluctuate. Include us in that. That's not you being ridiculous. That's you having like that. That's why you hired us, right? No one's never. What have you? None of you ever heard. Don't you know how to be on a diet before? That's not why we're here, you know? So however you're struggling, include your coaches in that. That's not a sign of weakness. That's a sign of information. So we can learn how to make the situation better and not swallow. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have, I think I just reiterated the same shit I've been saying for the last 38 minutes, to be honest in my notes. So I think we're good. Any points that before we jump, I want to know, like what stood out to you guys the most? I always, I want to make sure I'm not just saying things that you guys are like, I know, duh. Like what really, even if it is something, you know, already, and it just hit different today, tell me in the chat before we jump, what, what takeaways, what stood out to you? And you know, the drill, grab your water bottle. When I sip, you sip, we sip.
Tell me in the chat, biggest takeaways from today's talk. Connected that progress is not linear to being on a different timeline. Yep. Yep. Progress uh, results lag behind progress. Progress has to happen on a lot of different fronts for results, quote unquote, to be to come out. Why I crave and thrive with rules. Yeah, rules seem to really eliminate the possibility of you getting it wrong. So it seems like it's something we could hitch our wagon to. And that sets us up for a pretty big, you know, the stakes are pretty high then. Catching the negative thought and reframing it. What can I learn? How did that make me feel? And turning it into a fun science experiment instead of a test. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, what are we on this epic quest on if we suck or not based on the food we eat or how much we know about our bodies or how healthy, quote unquote, we are. None of that matters. It's just us. That this was a great reminder that this is about progress. Progress adds up in the end. Absolutely. And, and failures, quote unquote, it's just info. Oh, yeah, exactly, Raquel. Using the fails as information. You, you have all this time. You can spend that time feeling like shit about what you did and thinking you've got to be better than you are without any clear direction. Or you can spend that time creating that direction for yourself to be like, okay, here's how I use this. It's, it's not something we're really taught. We're kind of taught there's consequences if you get it wrong. But we got to be here anyway. This shit's not going away. And we ate what we ate. So the after effects are where we really have a choice. So I'm going to keep this one short and sweet today. Um, I, I've heard this come up a lot. I really hope that it was impactful and helpful. I hope that this encourages us, whether it's you guys with me or your coaches and our one-on-one -on -one chats to really dive into how this applies to you and your situations. But this is so huge to remember. Just bring it back to if you're feeling like I'm back to where I was, you're focused away from the steps on how to change going forward. That place doesn't exist. All right. So enjoy your Monday nights. Hopefully the weather is better wherever you are than it is in New Jersey tonight. It's been raining for three days straight. Um, I'm still holding on tight to not closing the pool which my days are dwindling as soon as it stops raining we have to close it but we've had to drain it like twice by now just from rain it's nonstop. so hopefully your weather's better your bodies are feeling better um if you need anything please reach out let us know okay bye